0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we get set for midweek league action before we're even over the weekend's drama. Giovanni Van Bronker says he's had no discussions with the board about his future and he's confident he can turn things around. Ange Postacoglu won't let the upcoming World Cup impact his team selection as they look to maintain or stretch their lead at the top before the break. And two games tonight as Hibs host Ross County and Aberdeen travel to Livingston. I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me tonight is Gordon DL and Mark Wilson. It's a big week ahead, Gordon. We only two fixtures remaining until the World Cup and especially for Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. He may have said that he hasn't had discussions with the board but he'll know that nothing less than a win against Hearts will do on Wednesday night. A huge week after a disastrous week behind him. He has to win against Hearts if he has any hope of clinging on to his job. Yeah, all the focus is on the Rangers manager just now, Gordon. I was listening to part of the show last night. A lot of Rangers fans are a little bit unhappy, uh, especially after the performance and the result at the weekend. Massive tomorrow night, especially at Ibrox. There'll be a full house there. Real pressure on, not just the manager, but the players that's got to perform. Um, you're looking at some terrific games Especially tonight as well Hibs got a chance to put a bit of pressure on Aberdeen To get into third Aberdeen against Livy A lot of talk about Dave Martindale Ripping up the pitch and heading down the mate to Ibrox. Um But I'm looking forward to this week's football As Mark rightly said Come on then 0141-951-1025 That is the number you need So get in touch and let us know What is on your mind Your chance to have your say Rangers fans It was so busy on the phones last night Loads of you couldn't get through I'm sure with an extra day You've had an extra 24 hours to gather your thoughts You've listened I'm sure to Giovanni Van Bronckers today And if you haven't I'll play it for you very soon No discussions with the board How do you feel about that? Does that surprise you? Does it disappoint you? Or is that what you would expect? Because we did get some backing for the manager last night uh, He says he loves Rangers And he's confident he's the man to turn things around How do you feel about that 01419511025 Of course a big game tomorrow night At home to Hearts Some interesting stuff personnel wise uh, I think no fashion Sakala Alex Lowry's fit and available But not included in the squad Giovanni Van Bronckers just deciding he's not uh, To be part of that group at the moment So anything that's on your mind tonight Let's hear it Rangers fans How do you feel Tonight, hearing from the manager that there are no talks with the board, he is going to stay. Certainly, that's the way it seems for now. 01419511025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB. And Celtic fans, I'm sure everything feels pretty rosy in the garden. You wouldn't have been saying that after that VAR handball palaver at the weekend, but you go to Motherwell tomorrow night. Ange Postacoglu is talking about some of the players that are heading off. Uh, to the World Cup Are you just expecting Maximum points Before the break Is that is that all you can Focus on at the moment Do let us know And two big games tonight 01419511025 Come on down please um, I said it at the start Mark Because I meant it I don't think we're Over the weekend's drama Whether that be Rangers disappointment Whether it be VAR Or whatever and we're straight back at it tonight Yeah, no time to rest And that's what happens when you've got a World Cup just round the corner And you need to condense these fixtures in But the weekend's drama was remarkable really when you think it I mean, we're standing here in the studio We're chatting about VAR decisions and the penalty decisions against Celtic And we kind of brushed over the fact that Celtic were a couple of minutes away from dropping points 
And what that could have then meant for Rangers going to McDermott Park and the feeling that that could have gave them, you know, then you go a couple of minutes and everything swings in its heads again. Celtic's just got this unbelievable mentality to get the job done, no matter how long it takes. And then you swing over to Sunday, where you would have expected a reaction from the Rangers players and Giovanni Van Bronckhorst's side. And he got the opposite. He got a, a performance that was lacking ideas, lacking pace, lacking everything really. And they probably got what they deserved in the end. And Rangers fans may argue or, or even players may say, oh, well, we got 20 plus corners and we battered St. Johnson. Well, they didn't really. And they didn't really create many clear-cut chances. And it was just indicative of, of Rangers season so far so huge drama at the weekend but we're right back into it and there's no time to rest for the players they have to go again Celtic players have to show that they can do it again away at Murrowell and Rangers have to have a big performance against Hearts Harold let's hear what Giovanni Van Bronckhorst had to say today Rangers fans because this is what we're looking for you to react to You, I'm sure you've all been wondering What's happening since the weekend? Is it a serious conversation about the manager's job? Is it going to rumble on? What's the latest update? Well, we got one today from him. Uh, so what do you think? Pick up the phone right now and let us know. 01419511025. He is confident he can turn things around. He says no discussions have been held with the board about his future. And he's uh, well aware of growing pressure from the supporters. Well, it's hardly not to to be aware of it. You know, I don't live in a in in a basement, so it's for me. It's obviously, you know, it's for everyone to see, for myself as well. The the only thing is, I can focus on my my performance, you know, uh, with with the team, and to focus on winning games. That's all that matters. You know, I know how it works in football. You know, I'm 47. I've been here for 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 many years to know how it works so for me that's that's you know that's not a problem at all of course i can turn it around well otherwise i'm not sitting here oh i speak with with ross every day you know they haven't uh, discussed my my position at all we we know how the situation is you know how we get that we need to have wins and uh, that's all that matters at the moment but you know i didn't get any timeline or like you know you have to do this else no not I didn't have the, any discussions about that with the board. What do you make of that, Gordon? Um, yeah, he's very confident that he can turn it around. Of course, he's going to say that. He's got to say that. Um, he's in a really pressure situation now. For me, he's game to game. You look at tomorrow night, for instance. If he had to drop any points, I think that there'd be no coming back for him. He's got to win the two games coming up against St Mirren at the weekend as well. Hard game against Hearts tomorrow night. Try and take a deep breath. World Cup. Try to reorganise and then kick on from there. And I think he will be given that time, Gordon. But if he do lose anything between now and Saturday night, then I think he's in trouble. have to agree with that. I think tomorrow night's huge. We jointly said, no, well, not jointly said, but I might be right that where would you rather play tomorrow if you're if you're Rangers, if you're Van Bronckers? Because there is a feeling about the club within the supporters that it's too late. The decision should have been made. And that's going to be a tough environment for the team to go out and perform. Uh, and especially for the manager, they're standing the touchline. If, if things don't go right early on in the game, then there are going to be grumbling. And that can be incredibly difficult to play in, whether if you went away to Tynecastle and you just go and go at it, it may be a bit easier, but 
no doubt about it Huge one tomorrow night For the Rangers manager So no talks with the board And confident he can turn it around What do you make of those comments Rangers fans Let us know right now Williams first up How do you feel about hearing that William? Yeah hello Gordon Gordon and Mark Yeah well My, my question oh, I don't know how to feel But my question is to uh, Mark and uh, Gordon right Do you think the players have chucked it? Or do you think it's the manager's fault totally? Because I don't, I don't totally blame the manager. I think watching watching the games, especially on Sunday, you can tell. Well, the first, I don't know how many corners, so maybe they're, they're trying, but some of them are definitely no gain a hundred percent. I think personally, seventy five percent of them have chucked it. Are either trying to get rid of the manager or the. Alone, province. I just don't know. I want to get the panel's opinion on that, please. Well, I, my opinion, I said um, it's up to the manager to inspire players, get them up for a game, get them out there, get them ready for it, get them organised, and then when that happens, it's up to the players to take that on board. I, th- I said the other night there, and and Andy gave me um, a bit of stick for it that I see Rangers players going back the way. I don't see any player just now that's playing to the. The, the the real potential You can make a, a case for Cholak For instance He's come in First season He's hit the ground running Scores goals I watch guys like Ryan Kent Every week Playing with Rangers And to this day now I don't understand How he gets a jersey I really don't I, I don't I know that people say Well his stats can buy it, For me He offers nothing He's a guy that I look at thinking You're running your contract down Which is Fine, I've not got a problem with that. If that's what he wants to do, he's entitled to do that. There's no problem. But he's offered nothing. I see guys like who I really rate, and I think he gets a real hard time off the Rangers supporters as Captain Tavernier. Last year, he was absolutely brilliant. His confidence is down a little bit. Still pops up with a goal on Sunday. Wasn't good enough. You look at Lindstrom, for instance. I think he's probably well below par. I think Morelos has been an absolute disgrace. I really do. Um, just the way it's planned out the f- full season for him so far. I look at the signings. Um, they're not inspiring me. So I feel a little bit for a manager because I don't think it's everything should be put at his door. Ross Wilson's there as part of that. He'll be a massive part in the, the recruitment with the manager. Of course he will. But I just think that Rangers players... Are well underperforming for me just now Do players chuck it Mark Or is the manager not getting the best out of them What's the Yeah I, I never liked the, the term chuck it um, Because I think we've discussed this before Players don't go on the pitch and go You know what I'm not going to try here Because I want this guy out It also doesn't do you any favours I don't doesn't. mean to boil it down to be too simple But win bonuses or new contracts Or, or just suit, suitors just from just elsewhere standing, Professional pride Just your standing with the, the fans So if that manager goes If Van Bronckers goes The fans still remember you as somebody that chucked it So I don't believe players do that What I do think is what Daz says It's up to a manager to inspire And I often think With real top teams I think players have a fear factor of their manager Now people might say Oh no that's days gone by And that's dinosaur stuff I still think there's a fear factor when the top managers can control their team and get the best out of them because the players do not want to let them down because if they let them down, they're easily replaced. I look at that Rangers side just now and I see players that look like they're just shrugging their shoulders because they know really they're never going to get replaced. 
You know, Morelos might be the exception. He's shrugged his shoulders too many times. He's found himself replaced with Cholak. But when you're wanting to tune at him when it's not going well and you put him on, he's the kind of player that's taking the half. Kent is the opposite. He keeps churning at the same performances. And what's that matter? Because there's nobody ever going to replace him. You could go to Barisic, who did get replaced, but now he finds himself in a fortunate position that he can underperform and he's still in. So I don't think there's that fear factor from the players that they actually know they have to perform and win to keep their place because it's never going to change. And that that becomes, I think, worrying for the manager. I think I think he's lost a bit of character about it, Gordon, as well. I really do. I, I look at this Rangers side and I don't see anybody driving on. They're working for each other. You go on, and I'm not picking, I hate picking in players, but I'm, I'm just using an example here at Kent, for instance, right? I think he's a talented boy. He's offered nothing this season. Matt's correct If Kent was at Celtic just now Putting the performances in He wouldn't get a look in But he's guaranteed A game Every single week With Rangers And I think That's what the fans Frustration is As well They know that the guys Have got talent Of course they have They've shown that in the past But they're not producing it Bottom line from The manager today William He hasn't had talks With the board He believes he's the man To turn things around Can you get behind that? No Well that's, That was going to be My other point See that board uh, see, see the fans groups and all that. We need to get rid of every one of them. It's, it's their, it's their fault. No, I mean they don't come out and. T- you made a point yesterday. Don't come out and tell you anything. They don't even come out and tell you who's injured, or where the money is, or who, who's who's going to do this, who's going to come at the club, investors. They're so silent. It's unbelievable. The man, the chairman. Where is what, what, what's his function? It's, I heard, I heard yesterday was even at the game on Sunday. Is that true? If that's true, that's that's an absolute disgrace. You know what I mean? I don't want to swear. I feel like swearing. You know what I mean? But that whole board. See when that AGM comes up, they need to be voted out. Every one of them because they're they're no they're no doing their job properly. They're no functioning. They're no fit for purpose. Thank you, William. Let's go just along the road. Billy's in Clyde Bank. Uh, today's development, if you like, Billy's that clip we just played. No talks with the board, and Geo believes they can turn it round. Do you? Believe that? Do you buy into that? Absolutely not. Um, I think Giovanni's lost the dressing room totally. Um, I think the players that come out on the park just aren't they playing for Giovanni at all. I don't know if it's training or his tactics or what's happening, but to me, the players just don't want to play. Um, we can week out. Um, the fans are left guessing who's going to start, who's going to start. You've got your main starts. Tavernier and all the rest of McGregor, um, Kent and all that, but you just don't know from week to week. He's not got an actual solid side. He keeps changing and all the rest of it. And there was a point on uh, Sunday, I've not got Sky or nothing like that. I was just watching the highlights on the telly and it, they panned room at one point to Giovanni and he was actually, he shrugged his shoulders and put his hands up as if to say, well, what? You know, and that was when uh, St. Johnson were two nothing up. To me, that as a manager, if you if you put your shoulders shoulders and put your hands up, what's that telling the players? Yeah, I always think you tread carefully to a point, Mark. Everyone pretends they're body language experts. However, to then contradict that, I've seen a lot of people comment on the fact that he looked bruised at best, mm. beaten at worst on on I, Sunday. I would agree. I would agree I don't often buy into it myself But it is getting to the stage now When the camera pans to Van Bronckhurst on the sidelines He looks almost detached From his actual team Now 
I know people say, oh, stop comparing to Celtic. When you look, but it's only natural to compare to the other side of the city. When you look at Ange Postacoglu standing that touchline, he looks totally connected to what his squad's doing. He looks totally assured that what his team's carrying out is what he's told them. When the camera pans around to Van Bronckers, it couldn't be more different. You know, and, and Billy's right. I, I remember there was a shrug. There was a like, what am I supposed to do here? Uh, it doesn't look good. And when the results are going as bad as they are and the performance are, then fans fans mm. do see that and fans go, well, who who's running things here? And who's getting the best out of these players? Why why can't he turn it around, Billy? We've, we actually had a lot of support for the manager on last night's show talking about injuries playing a big part, talking about the points gap, the European final last season and all that sort of stuff. Why have you not got as much faith? Well, it's just basically it's the performance this year. I mean, we're not talking five months here. They were in the Europa final. They were in the Scottish Cup. And since the start of the season, none of that's mattered. I mean, we've just not had a consistent, a consistent run of good games. But for the odd game, you know, I Aberdeen we beat four one and we've won this and over. But there's no bit a consistency. And I think it's just down to the manager. I don't know if it, I, to me as if he doesn't know what the next step. He took her last year seven points ahead of Celtic. This year he's seven points behind Celtic and to me he just it doesn't seem as if he's gonna do anything different. Yeah, I've seen a lot of this to and froing on the, on these mm. phone lines and on social media today, Gordon, people pointing out that that's the only domestic you know, league game he's lost, apart from Celtic. Was that St. Johnson one at the weekend? It's the mm. only one he's lost, and therefore is that enough to get you sacked? But then, uh, as Billy said, talking about the the point swing last season, I think if you look at the twenty twenty two as a as a calendar year, then he's on a you know a lot less points than Celtic would be. Um, you get any faith he turns it round from here? Yeah, it's only a personal opinion. I hope he gets time this season to try and turn it round, Gordon. I mean, now, that, that's you talking, you know, as a hu- right. as a kind human being. No, I'm, no, I'm, no. I'm, I want your prediction, Cat. Do you think he can turn it around? Yeah, but I think it's got to, it's got to take a massive job for him. There's no doubt, and he'll need a little bit of luck on the way, like everybody else. Billy's saying about his lost the dressing room. The biggest problem I don't buy into that lossy dressing room because see if you're playing with a club the size of Rangers with fifty thousand people sitting there tomorrow night, it doesn't matter if you like the manager or not. You've got a personal responsibility to go out there and play as 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 well and try as hard as you possibly can because supporters are paying good money. It's a club the size of Rangers. I think the problem he's lost is he's lost the faith of a lot of the supporters. And when they turn against you, and we've all been there, whether it be a big crowd or a small crowd, it becomes very difficult. And as I say, he's in a terrible position just now as a manager. He's on a game-to-game basis. If he lost tomorrow night at home to Hearts, I'll guarantee you this show will be, be queuing up. Right, to I, get just, I just wonder, though, if we're throwing these phrases about... Everybody kept saying he was on a game-to-game basis on Friday and Saturday, and then he lost, and now he's telling you he's not had discussions I, I, with the manager. So we can't, you can't yeah, keep saying that until you prove him right. As a manager, if he has had the discussions, he might just be keeping that close to his chest, Gordon. He's maybe mm. not giving that... I think what the Rangers board are going to do, and the manager is, they'll probably get by Saturday... They'll sit down, they'll discuss where they are and then if there's a decision to make then it's the timing to go and do it then. Thank you Billy, what do you think? You, you lot listening along, are you angry at what you're hearing? Are you agreeing with what you're hearing? Pick up the phone and let us know. We'll speak to you next. You are 
are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141 951 Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here, both waiting for you to get in touch, though, with your thoughts on any of the big talking points of the day. It does seem like that defeat in Perth is still in the minds of Rangers fans, and of course, back to action tomorrow night as well. Giovanni Van Bronker speaking today. We let you hear it in the first part of the show. No discussions have been held with the board, uh, and he's confident he can turn things around. He's also now saying uh, it hurts him that he's been unable to deliver recent success. But he says his love for the club will spur him on. It's difficult when you are doing all you can to bring success to a club and you don't bring it. Or, or at least at the moment. Uh, and then success, I mean, with wins. You know, that's very disappointing because you, you don't want to disappoint any people or anything where, where, what you love. You know, I love Rangers. I love this club. I love everything uh, this club embodied. But, you know, to be not able to, to get uh, the wins, you know, it's... First of all, quite disappointing for me to disappoint my fans, to disappoint my players, you know, everyone involved with Rangers. That's uh, that's not a nice feeling to have. So, you know, I, I'm trying to, to reverse that feeling. What do you think, Phil, in Bishopton? How would you sum up the situation at the moment? I think uh, the weekend was a tipping point for me. Um, to be honest, I think your Van Broncos will be away by Saturday evening. Um, I'd I can't see how he's going to turn this situation around at Rangers. Um, I'm thinking about who's going to take over from him, um, and I've also got a wee point about recruitment. Yeah. Like Gordon was see, talking. just before that, then, so you don't, you know, a win tomorrow doesn't change anything. Then, though, you think it's done? I think so. Um, to be fair, for honest, I'm not. I'm nowhere near 100. percent We can win tomorrow. I just, I don't. On recent performances and what we've done this season, I just. Hearts going well. Uh, I don't see it. Probably Andy Halliday will come on and score against us. What do you mean, come on? I'll score an own goal and give you a, a let off. Um, it depends, Gordon. Look, there, there was a similar, although not as bad, obviously, because results have got worse since then. Similar discussion going into the Aberdeen game. And then what sometimes happens with that is Aberdeen come full of belief mm. and, you know, go nice and attacking, and, and Rangers end up winning comfortably. So. Um, Phil doesn't think tomorrow changes anything anyway what, What's your take? Uh, I th- I think if he gets Three points tomorrow, three points Saturday I think they can take a deep breath And then plan for after the World Cup Gordon. I think he will be given that time If he gets the six points If he's not, I agree with Phil I think Saturday night he'll be on his way There's no doubt um, It's alarming how his sort of uh, reputation's went downhill you know, if you'd have said anything three months on this programme against the Rangers manager, we'd have been inundated with people having a go at us. Now the Rangers fans, big majority of them, have made up their mind about the manager. They want a, a new manager in to, to try and kick it on. I just think that, you know, I, I would like him to be given every opportunity to try and show the Rangers fans that he can handle it. Do you think the World Cup break, the return of... Injured players can be enough to help save the manager, Phil, or does that become the right time to pull the trigger? Um, you get five weeks to get somebody else in and start working with the players because Gio's been working with them for nearly a year now. Um, I know we had a great run up to the end of last season, Europa League final, etc. Um, but since then, I, I don't know. I don't know if he's lost the dressing room, but I agree with Gordon on this as well. Rangers players have went backwards. You could see some Rangers players under Gerard had improved under Gio. It's just not happening. 
I'm fascinated by the scheduling this season, Mark, and what impact it has because if you get to that break, it gives you five weeks and you can get players back and you get players on the training field and maybe work on your ideas and and use that as a time to improve. But if you are going to change your manager at some point, this is not just Rangers, by the way, if you're going to change your manager, it's going to need to be at the start of that. You can't then have a manager who goes five weeks, then comes into a transfer win. I mean, the, how many games do you even play between coming back and, and New Year? Four, Four maybe? Maybe, I think, yeah. So, how would you do? You then pull the trigger at that point. Like I said, I'm not even necessarily specifically on on the Rangers manager. That would apply for anyone. But since Phil makes the point, yeah. Um, look, I think the Rangers board, oh, like their mind will be pretty much made up already. I think whether the only thing maybe a, a defeat then it happens before Saturday tomorrow night. But I think Phil makes a good point in terms of the players. Giovanni Van Bronckhurst and his coaching staff have had a year to work with the players. Now, I know the, the run to the Europa League final was, you know, celebrated and rightly so. It should be. And there was some big performances in there. But domestically, the performances for the players have went backwards. And it's their most saleable assets that have went backwards. I always think that's a dangerous thing when your top stars, who you look to make money, and it's not down to Van, just down to Van Bronckhurst because the contract situation with Morelos and Kent should have been tied up. But when they're pairing them with poor performances as well, you're in a spot of bother. So I think Rangers fans are right to, to look at that and go, well, if these guys have went backwards and you're probably talking about the majority of the squad, can you, can you think of any that's actually got... Cholak, I think you've Cholak, got... Uh, yeah, but think, better, not better from last year's squad. No, no I say, I, that's why I come in for some criticism because... I just see That was good though Then that guy came and criticised you That's uh, my favourite yeah. call of the year It's actually my favourite as well Because uh, the only sense he spoke Was saying that I was crap um, But <laughs> I've got to say um, At the end of the day I still think that This was a manager that was Lordy Gordon Yes, things aren't going well I don't think they will pull the trigger I think if he can get By tomorrow and Saturday I think what they'll do Is give him a bit of breathing space and just say to him, look, we need to kick on from there. And then the most important thing after mm. that's the January transfer window. It's not all about the manager of the film. I'm sure everyone acknowledges that. So what else is on your mind? Um, again, going back to recruitment, um, I don't see that Geo's had much input into a lot of the recruitment that's happened recently. Um, over the other side of the city, Ange Postacoglu comes in from manager in Japan knows Japanese players and he's bring, brought in a few of them. They brought in a few of them. Um, you're not telling me that Giovanni Bronkers, Dave Voss and Ron McKay don't know a few good young Dutch players that they could have brought in. I think the Angels have been sitting with piles on the players they have brought in and that's been... I, I, I honestly don't think Gio's had a lot of input on who's been signed. What do you think, Mark? I mean, we'll, we'll obviously never know, so you, you speculate to a point. No, of course you don't know for certain, but it certainly looks that way... I think they, like, did, they did have the, some Dutch targets or names that were bantered about in the summer just because you didn't get them. But has uh, that come from the media because they're just putting two, to, two and two together or is that actual genuine targets? I mean, the the ones that were brought in, well, Cholak's probably been the only success, really, within that. Um, cut Tom Lawrence some slack. slack Tom yeah. Lawrence, yeah, probably. Um, but we've not seen an awful lot of him. Um, like, it always fascinated me after 
they qualified and after the window slams shut Van Bronckhurst came out and says I'm okay with my squad this is fine for me and he sort of did we believe that but I didn't really believe that I thought he probably was pushing for more players and he was restricted so maybe you can cut him a bit of slack in that but still when you're handed these new kind of roles in football where the coach is the coach and, and that's his job to get the mm-hmm. team on the pitch and get the best out of them you sometimes just need to go on with it and just make the best out of the players you're given in the comparison with Celtic and Ange Postacoglu is a tricky one Gordon mm. because yes he clearly identified a lot of the players because he worked in Japan and they've been for the most part very successful Celtic don't have a director of football they, in fact the situation with the chief executive was in a bit of flux when, when Ange Postacoglu came in now I don't know if that's f- fortunate timing where that then just allows Ange Postacoglu to have more control than he otherwise would. Like that's not to take anything away, but you know Rangers have that that structure, and Celtic don't. And in the future, Celtic might have a director of football or, yeah. or a sporting director. The only thing I will say, yeah, I totally agree. I think uh, Ange Postacoglu controls a massive part of what happens at Celtic, but Van Bronckhorst would have been told that, Gordon. See when you bring a manager in. You tell them the structure of the club. I don't think Van Bronckhurst has got the majority of say in the signings, right? I really don't. I could be wrong. I but don't. he must have the final say. I've seen a I, lot of this stuff. Surely it's overstated, right? Because I keep hearing people saying, I mean, you're not telling me Geo's had watched I, Tom Lawrence. Surely the way it works is Giovanni Van Bronckhurst, in conjunction with his recruitment staff and his analysis staff, have a profile of a player that he wants, right? He wants a whatever it is. A, a forward-thinking wing-back who puts X amount of crosses into the box, who's mm-hmm. a certain age profile, who has X amount of entries into the final third or whatever. They go away, work on their database, produce this list, and you see who you can get. I mean, mm-hmm. that that's that's going to be pretty common at clubs all around the world uh, now, is well, it not? No, listen, you just need to... You need to go to clubs in England. There's a certain club in the English Premier League. The, the manager's been basically told, you're a coach, we'll bring you the players, you do what you have to do. Look, we don't know what goes on inside, but what I'm saying is it's not the same structure as you said about Ange Postacoglu because these signings have got Postacoglu written all over them. I don't know if the same signings at Rangers at Ibrox has got... Van Bronckhurst written all over mm. uh, Alright, thank you Phil That's some interesting stuff Let's bring in David and Motherwell And see how he feels What's happening David? How do you sum it all up? Well I think I think There are a couple of points really um, The players Have their part to play in it You know you can, The manager's there To put the team on the park But You know I've watched Rangers The last couple of weeks And they don't see many Focus on the, 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 the job they're doing You know I think Gordon mentioned about Ken. You know, it blows hot and cold. I haven't even bothered signing them again. And my other, my other point as well is that you look at the amount of injuries we've got this season. Is there something going wrong with the training that they're doing that they're picking up so many injuries? You know, it's, to me, I think you've got to look at the simple things. First of all, the, the board will not get rid of uh, Van Bronckhurst because it'll cost them too much money. It'll just put them deeper into debt. You know, in my opinion, I don't know what the the, the panel think. Oh, Mark, this is where everyone gets their calculator out and becomes an expert. But most people, most people feel there should still be money from yeah. a Europa League final, Champions League, and sales of Patterson, Bassi, and Aribo. And if the squad wasn't 
Given the appropriate amount of money Surely that money can be left If you do need to pull the trigger on a of manager Of course No I don't, I don't think that would be a problem I think they'd have the finances If they wanted to part company And sorting Van Bronckhurst's staff And then getting someone else in Because it's such an important Position to hold at the club obviously In terms of the players training Look Things that you hear Bits and bobs That we'll hear coming out uh, uh, You know Rangers Is that the training Intensity Maybe isn't as high as it was under Steven Gerrard Now that would then lead you to think the opposite That it's usually this high intensity training That people start pointing injuries Klopp got the blame well, at it Ange Postacoglu got the blame at Look it might just be bad luck Suter, you look at Suter Suter was injury prone when he came in And Kamal it's Ruth had injury problems as well before Ruth had injury problems Now there is the exceptions of course Yilmaz comes on He hadn't played a lot of football And then he's thrust into a couple of games Maybe these things happen But the bottom line is Yes he's been unfortunate with injuries But he's still got a good enough squad A big enough squad To go and win at places like St Johnson So you know the point now thing, Oh if we had a full squad mm. We want to be in this position Well you've got a much better squad yeah. Than 90% of the league I mean it would still certainly help wouldn't it If you're, a, if you're help, in a situation yeah. where you've got A midfielder and an 18 year old Who probably needs taking out the firing line As your central yeah, defensive pairing it, Look I was critical uh, You know when James Sands played at Centre back at the start And then you know inundated with, Remember the caller Had all the stats in Sands as a centre half and he, he showed he, he could play that position Maybe beside Goldson Goldson's a big one Right I think Rangers are missing At the minute I think Goldson You know He's not been the player That he was Probably a couple of seasons ago When Rangers won the league But He's still by far The best defender The club's got And I think he controls a lot What goes on Round about him In terms of Tavernier In the left centre half And the midfielder In front of him I think when you've taken him Out the team you not only see the quality players disappear But the actual leader And I know Tavernier wears the armband But I think a lot of it's down to Golton I, I don't buy that in the domestic I know what you're saying Gordon And it's it's a good argument saying Well centre half that uh, um, Sands playing in there Midfield player King whatever But if you look at the overall teams For instance Livingston at home Now you can play King and Sands at centre half because you're playing with Rangers You're playing against Livingston So you must be better than what the Livingston players are You're surrounded with international footballers Full of talent Yes they've got injuries And every manager would love a full strength squad But when you're playing Livingston and St Johnston I think that the squad that Rangers had And the team that they put out for both games Should be well capable of winning How them. does this play out from here David then? I think you know, my final say on it. I think it's it's to be honest with you, it, it, it's a poor show in Scottish football, you know. And yeah, Celtic's doing well than now, but you look the Champions League, you know, you know, miles apart, miles apart. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Van Bronckhurst. I think Gordon mentioned it earlier. The guy's credibility doesn't, you know, it doesn't just change overnight like that. Cause a couple of bad runs. I wait with bated breath. That's that, you know. I would love to see Rangers lifting the the league this year, um, but if I'm honest, I can't see it. Well, time will tell. Thank you, David Motherwell. Good time to get your calls in. We'll get travel news, and you could be up next. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
The call's coming Have your say on the week's or the day's biggest talking points It's been fairly busy on the Rangers front On the back of Giovanni van Bronckhorst speaking today A big game tomorrow, that defeat at the weekend Let's bring in John, who's a Rangers fan What's on your mind tonight, John? I'd like to know what system they play Gordon, tell me what system Rangers play um, Come on, answer the man Well, they, they normally play a 4-3-3, don't they? Uh, is that what you call it? Mark and I think he might have been talking about you But I'm sure he was talking about the Rangers system John, you think it looks clueless, yes? Wait a minute, before I get anywhere Daz, you're yeah. the success as a manager. The other one is clueless because he's no he can't, he's no successful as a manager. I'm liking you right away, John. John, 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 or for a while certainly About the style of play Did we see again on Sunday The, the issues with that for a lot of people? Um, yeah, people are questioning everything They're questioning the train They're questioning the yeah, style of play Yeah, specifically on that What did you make of it? The style of, uh, I, thought, I thought, to be honest with you First 15-20 minutes They were going to absolutely run over the toppies in Johnston And when they didn't get that goal Hit the bar, whatever Then obviously St Johnston grew into the game It doesn't, right now for me the biggest problem is individual players. Uh, as much as you can look at systems, they're out there. Kent can play wide left. Sakala can play uh, wide right. You've got Lindstrom in the middle of the parts can play in the middle of the parts. So they've got players that can play in those positions. It's individually, I think Rangers are really struggling. You're cutting the manager a lot of slack with that, though, you know, because I, I feel like that undermines a lot of fans who phone in here and say, they're paying their money They're going mm -hmm. to the game And all they're seeing Is the ball going out wide And getting crossed into the box So are you letting the manager off With all of that And putting it all on, on the players um, I, I think it's I think it's a 50-50 Gordon I think the manager Does take responsibility Of course One he picks the team What Secondly He gets the system Thirdly He can change that At any time he wants He's got players At his disposal But For me The bigger picture is the way the players are going about their business. I don't think, I don't see one Rangers player apart from, I'm taking Cholock out of the equation here, playing with any confidence, joy, believing their self, of happiness, he going and playing football. You can know, a manager instill that stuff in you I if he gives you a style I, of play that helps you flourish? But what? why is, why is the players, it's not like, how many players did you look at the other day there and say they've been played out in position. No, apart there's a from, difference. But, oh, there's apart two, from that's two center, very different things. Apart from the centre half, two chance. very different things. Just because you're, just because you've been played in your right position, as mm -hmm. in where you stand when the game kicks off, that doesn't mean you're being set out in a style that helps your team have the best chance of winning. That's completely different. I don't think Van Bronckhorst sets him out in a style to go and get beat with St Johnson. I oh, think he sets him out in a style. How bad is to, he putting words in people's mouths get, and missing the point? To get on the front foot. So, uh, to get okay, at the, they're not playing I'll put it to very their bluntly. I'll put it very bluntly. Right. Does Giovanni Van Bronckhorst have an effective style of play at the moment? No. There we are, John. Hey, Tell John, him. he wasn't talking to you. Stop by. I'm telling you, he's no guy. I've not seen. Listen, I watched, I, I watched it, right? And I'll tell you right now, man. But 
Like against Napoli, Longstrom was playing at right back and Tav was a forward further forward with him. On Saturday, on Sunday, he took Davis off, obviously due to injury. And I'll tell you what, but what's the second goal? Because nobody knew what was going on. Nobody knew what was going on. And as for St Johnston, St Johnston would have looked that many times it was unbelievable. So, no, I mean, we should have buried the game. I don't care what MD says, but what, the two shots of goal, spent more time wasting time. So, I mean, David Awan, it doesn't really not mean, but he, he made a substitution that cost us a second goal that made the job harder. And it doesn't speak up as if we've no money. As far as I'm concerned, the board spend more time fighting people than talking to us or helping us. They're putting a game there, a, a friendly, that's taking more money off us. Do you know what I mean? And they don't want to answer to anybody but spend time fighting everybody. So, and the manager's got to take responsibility for standing up. Turning and coming out and saying, and that field's coming out and said they didn't do any training. They spent more time in ball work. Well, we were the fittest team last year. We were the fittest team and we looked a yard slow. I'm just surprised, Mark Wilson, that a guy who undeniably would have taken all the credit for everything he ever did as a manager and wouldn't mm. have given any credit to his players is now blaming solely the players yeah, for the way that yeah. a Poor style show. of football's played. Poor, it's a cop out just surprised. Daz over there, yeah. Maybe he's Gio's pal. He is. Sounds like it. Look, the manager has to take an equal portion because look, he's a right, the style of player, you can set it in the formation, of, you know, any formation. But if the same kind of patterns keep happening within that formation, then you'd go, well, the players have obviously been instructed. Anytime it gets near Tavernier on the right-hand side, he flips in the box, same with Barisic. And you go then, well, you've got to have numbers in the box to affect that. Rangers clearly don't. So it's not working. But there's no variation. They keep playing that way until until the end of the game, before it's too late. And sometimes you'll get against Aberdeen that it works and you get bodies in the box. Against St. Johnson... Teams like that lap that up Who defend their box well Thank you John Let's squeeze in Colin Before the news as well Colin what's your take on things? Hi, hi. Uh, well, I listen to these every night And uh, People asking what's happened Is they lost the dressing room Stuff like that Well I'd heard from a good source That when they played In Ajax the first game and I think it was 3-0 at half time Hello? Yep mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just hanging on uh, for the rest of the story right. Colin I'm looking okay. forward to it uh, so the uh, Tavernier and a couple of senior players have been up to Van Bronckhorst and said the tactics weren't working and he said that he was changing nothing and apparently him and Tavernier had a bit of set too and that was the reason why Tavernier didn't appear for the second half Oh I love a good rumour on this mm. show you're not able to tell us who your source is Colin are you? Well, it's Tavernier from a, someone who knows a player within Irox Oh, oh, this oh. shows it's like almost mysterious. Shows like and this were made for, for dressing room out. rumors. Well, he's not going to he's not going to burn these sources. He's got to. This is high <laughs> level intelligence. So wait a minute. Right, out. so Tavernier and a couple of the senior players were telling Van Bronckhurst to change it, which he says he's not changing anything. But then he changed Tavernier and ah, changed but the because system. they had a set too. I fell out them. It, it so why did they change the so a source? It's a source. So don't do that. So you think that's where it's going wrong, Colin? Definitely, yes. There we are, Mark. You've heard, you heard that you won't be you won't be laughing if that turns out no, to no, be true. No, I won't be because who who, who knows what happens behind closed doors? Like hey, I've Colin been in, source, mate. I've been in plenty of dressing rooms where there is plenty of fights goes on, and you know you listen to shows like this, and the rumor comes out, and you go, "Well, that's that's pretty close to what happens." Exactly. Who knows? Who knows? That might be true, but look, you can actually say that. 
things don't seem right between the manager, the players, the staff. It doesn't look a happy place to be working at the minute, whether that's the players on the pitch, the way they're playing, the manager on the touchline when the camera pans around to him, post-match interviews, fans having a go at their captain outside the ground. It is not a happy place to be playing your football at the minute. Colin, you've dropped that bombshell mm. on us right at the last minute. I'm already out of time. I'm going to make sure Gordon DL goes and checks out that rumour uh, during these. Thank you, Colin. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the football. Come on then, it's beat the pundit time. It's your chance to embarrass Gordon DL or Mark Wilson. It doesn't usually take much effort, so if you fancy it tonight, 0141 951 1025 and the lines close at seven. Tackle the headlines. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here It's 0141-951-1025 Keep the calls coming in So much been said about Rangers already So you're more than welcome to add to it If you want to change the subject Talk about your own team Or another team I should say uh, Please do it now 0141-951-1025 We'll hear from Ange Postacoglu If that tickles your fancy uh, Straight after this Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. The Pundits are up and running for a new week, I'm afraid. Pains me to say it, Kenny Miller. Got a wee victory uh, last night. Easy, was um, it? 3-1 or something like 3-4-1, something like that. To be fair, usually you can rely on either of you two to no, no, make no, a no. mess of this, it on a this Tuesday. This boy here beside me has been struggling a little bit. I'm trying to... Aye, aye, my form hasn't been great You were great, lucky even to get one last week And it was only because you played in the game You've not, <laughs> been, right. you've not been great either though, have you? No. Yeah, yeah, I've been doing okay But you did lose on your last outing, yeah? I did Oh good, you're under yeah. pressure then James is in Falkirk, how's it going James? Ah, uh, not bad Have you ever played before? No, never Lovely Three a few times Do you usually do okay playing at home? Depends <laughs> well, that's as good an answer mm. as any Let me, I feel like the questions were quite tough last night Let me quickly look through these Tough A little bit Let's toss the coin Heads it's Mark Tails it's Gordon DL And it is Tails It's Gordon DL Taking on James From Falkirk Mm. Got off lightly James Got off lightly All the best Jimmy He's he's speechless Right you ready Give you some Clyde too Make sure you can't hear us 30 seconds on the clock James Answer as many as you can And pass if you don't know Okay Yep. Right, good man then 30 seconds on the clock And your time starts now In any of Celtic's goal scorers Against Dundee United at the weekend Eh, uh, Jota Who was the Rangers manager The last time St Johnson Beat them in the league Walter Smith Which Premiership club Has a goal difference of zero Eh, uh, St Johnson Who's got more league goals Bojan Miowski Or Lauren Shankland this season Shankland Name any of the Premiership players To be named in the Australian World Cup squad Moye well, Who's top of League 1 in Scotland? Um, pass Okay let's bring Gordon back Can you hear us? Yeah I can loud and clear Same set of questions Are you ready? Go You need to be at it I'm at it Name any of Celtic's goal scorers Against Dundee United at the weekend Hags are Who was the Rangers manager The last time St Johnston beat them in the league? <laughs> uh, Paul again Which <laughs> Premiership club Has a goal difference of Zero Zero uh, Dundee United Who's got more league goals this season Bojan Miovsky or Lauren Shankland um, Shankland Name any of the Premiership players Named in the Australian World Cup squad Devlin Who is top of Scottish League 1 
League One. Hurry up. Uh, Queen's up. Park. I hate that when he does That's that. Queen's, Dunfermline. Queen's Park aren't even in League Dunfermline. One. Dunfermline. Well, too late. You said Queen's no, Park. No, I take, take that back. <laughs> take it back. <laughs> <laughs> Who is top of League <laughs> One? one? You say uh, it's Dunfermline. Do you know what I love about that? Right? Everybody knows that's like the most primary school delay tactic where you repeat the question to give you. And it's what's Dunfermline. worse? That's a man who's done that before. Where have I been? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who was I with? See that? What's that stain on my collar? See that she's cost me. <laughs> James, what do you think? I don't know. It depends if it's your first or last answer. Mm, no, no I don't you worry. He's not getting that. But James, I must admit, right? It's an uphill battle for you as a Celtic fan when you've said that Jota scored at the weekend and he didn't. Oh. You'll be kicking yourself Haxapanovic, Kyogo Or Abada It's a tough start James It's a tough start I must say oh, I didn't do well after that um, No you didn't uh, you, really, you really didn't Graham Murty Is the Rangers manager Last time Oh Saint we Johnston were just speaking about him we did. Don't, uh, uh, Listen If he can't get himself A goal scorer We Jimmy's not getting Murty The League table is right behind you for the goal difference. Tell me who's got a zero. Oh, Hearts. It's Hearts. So it's 1 0. Jimmy didn't get that. Yeah, he did not. Bojan Miovsky's got 10. Shanklin's got 9. You both went Shanklin. You were both wrong. It's 1 0. No standard this I'm still in the lead. I'm I'm okay with this. 1 0 after four questions. That's good. Do you know what I'm annoyed at, James? Really annoyed because you got this one. You got Aaron Moy. We were yeah. just speaking about Cammy Devlin during the break And I think that's how And he didn't know Yeah I did You didn't You, didn't, you, didn't, you sounded surprised when we said he was in the squad Hold oh, on a minute Is Devlin in the squad? Yes 2-1 Jimmy That's what I'm saying We gave you it during the break I wish I'd seen the questions uh-huh. And who's top of League 1? You got that wrong though You, said, Queen, you said Queen's Park Yeah but Jimmy will not get that Jimmy did not get it. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, uh, How do you do usually like James, Jimmy in the house? James, yeah, no bad. James sounded surprised. He, said, he sounded surprised that he didn't get the last one he passed. Of course he <laughs> oh, didn't get it, James. You should have oh, done. he's hung up. He's actually <laughs> genuinely gone. <laughs> Jimmy's away. He's, yeah. he's gone. He's gone. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, no. I love it when they come up. I usually do okay in the house. No, I thought he was all right. He, he, he was. He was unlucky. But I should have talked to my way with them family. He's, he actually has genuinely Has hung he? up, gone. Not willing to take part in the post-match analysis. I think his family sitting around the table there listening to radio is <laughs> disgusting. Hang on, get, what did I not just say? Your kit. He can't even get a Celtic question. He was at the standard. game as well. Good, good win that for you. I mean, another one. Yeah. I, I was uh, listen. I had to fight. I had to scrap for that. It's good though because I'm proud of my my performance. Most of the other challenges you'll be doing this week have got stars and meals for camp up for grabs. Ah, uh, uh, listen, this guy next to me is a fruit nutcase. Uh, are you talking about that one? Oh, you talking about the one we're getting dressed <laughs> up for? No, I'm talking about uncanny like resemblance Moyles. between you and Chris Moyles. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've never wait. noticed that before. Who's Chris Moyles? How many meals are you bringing back to camp? That's what everyone wants to know. I don't, I don't. You look like Chris Moyles no, before he lost the weight. Uh, I look like Martin Kemp. I he's not in it. Martin Kemp ah, You also fan do Bali You don't ah, But he's not What's he got to do with anything That's what I look like No you don't I don't look like Hold Chris on Who's you told you that Who's told you you look like Martin Kemp A lot of people out there shouting <laughs> like Martin who? Martin I'm in the Asda I get it all the time It's incredible You <laughs> look not like Martin Kemp That's the other day with Martin I know Kemp you, I know Please you're a big too. fan I know you're a big fan of the show Yeah He does look like Chris Moyles 100% yeah, See the hair <laughs> I've never seen two men With more identical hair Are you talking you Chris Mo- I'm serious I want to see the look of Chris Moyles Stephen, Stephen Bissett sent me a message Saying you look like him My own mother sent me a message Saying you look like him <laughs> Deadly serious By the way There is a resemblance here 
But it, and that's, like, I think that's quite flattering because well, you're talking Chris, about quite flattering. Chris Moyles is like forty odds. 40 Chris Moyles is twelve years younger than you, so you should take it. But I'm a hunk. Never describe yourself as a hunk. You're oh, not. I'm, 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 the, I'm the woman's. Uh, here's what it is, right? <laughs> You've got the exact, exact same <laughs> hair and the exact same stubble. There's a sort of mouth similarity. He's obviously, he's not getting the same peak as you. That's him there in his current state with the navy t-shirt on. Yeah. Absolutely no Look at the hair The, the, hair's, the hair's identical Yours is a bit thinner And that bald bit At the back you of your head That's the same guy It's the same oh, guy lost weight <laughs> Is he? Oh by the way He's looking good I think that does look you should, like you. you should be flattered At that He's 48 Is a lot of people Saying that I look like I him? At least four <laughs> told me. He's going to start coming in With a the yeah. khaki t-shirt and that I mean, uh, I mean, The red, I red watch, trousers <laughs> I only watch that celebrity But I don't think I look like him You don't watch it? No, never ever Well you've never seen a single episode of uh, it? Uh, years ago But now I oh, don't, You're missing out I don't know What I, do I, you watch at 9 o'clock? It's the only thing it's ever on at 9 o'clock at night I don't watch it, it's not my, my scene I usually watch a nice movie, relax, stuff like that Alright, okay 01419511025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB Let's hear movie. from Ange um, <laughs> Ange Postacoglu uh, Who's been speaking today ahead of that game tomorrow Going to Motherwell, you two going I take it? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Along, yeah, yeah. Be there. Uh, Glad to hear it um, So Ange Postacoglu um, says you know still a long way to go in the title race despite that seven point lead he says it's just about focusing on continually improving their own performance yeah, focus is, is just to keep performing if we keep performing as we have been then you know the rest will take care of itself but it's not a matter of taking confidence because of you know your ladder position or because that would mean that if you weren't over the room it wouldn't be confident I mean, you know you have to be confident and have the self-belief whenever you you play particularly for this football club so for us what's important is obviously our performance levels we had a really strong start to the season obviously our results reflect that but also our performances reflect that obviously we've got to finish that off strong in these two games and then you know there's still what you know two thirds of the season to go um, so there's plenty of football um, on the other side of the break including both cups so um, you know in terms of the domestic season uh, you know, we've still got a long way to go Paul's a Celtic fan are you Thinking that this gap is already too big, Paul. Have Celtic got it in the bag? Are you scared to have those thoughts? How do you feel? Hey, hi, Gordon. Hey, hi, Mark. Hey, hi, Gordon. Hey, I'm I'm not arrogant enough to think it's in the bag. I, I, I've I've supported the club for too long. Hey, hey, I would I would and until it's done and trusted, I think that. I mean, Rangers have still got a lot of good players. Let's be honest. I mean, they're not not performing now, hey, but they did get to that final last year so I do think that uh, we we need to keep our head down and just bother about ourselves kind of thing. Uh, I think that in, in another press conference today Andrew was saying that they've already done a lot of the work for uh, bringing who we're going to bring in in January uh, and even for next season so I, I still think Celtic if we concentrate on what we're doing but I think that would uh, when we look at the, the missed chances in the Champions League I think that we could do with bringing another striker in uh, and I also think that Celtic should take the next step uh, and try to build relationships between the two clubs between Celtic and Rangers and I think Celtic should go for the big Croatian striker 
that's scoring for Rangers now. Wow. That's, that's just the call I wasn't expecting. So Celtic should sign Antonio Cholak, yes? Yep. Or try to. Yep. Yes. Things you never thought you would no, hear, Mark that's Wilson. That's not, it's not, one, as you'll it's ever not hear. one I expected uh, tonight, I must admit. No, um, I don't think so. No, Cholak's doing well. I can't see Ange Postacoglu going for him. Um, look, Postacoglu's done a remarkable job. You look at this season. I mean, 13 games so far, 46 goals, four, only three points dropped. To keep that going, to keep that progression going for the last season, um, is remarkable and especially when you throw the Champions League into that because the disappointment has came through some of those games I know the fans all felt good about things and and seen a progression and a style of play no doubt the players would still be disappointed at losing those games but what he did is he, he's built this squad that he can change six and seven players and not really have any other effects now the only one that he had that was obviously against St Mirren but that was players underperforming That wasn't to say his squad wasn't good enough I know there was all those comments Oh he can't change such and such for Moy And make all these changes Carter Vickers can't miss out Because Celtic are, are not the same without But he's shown that that can be the case And he's true to his word What he said at the start of the season Is that I've got a squad No players will play 50 odd games We will rotate them and change them about And that's quite hard to do But he's managed to keep everybody happy and I think that's quite remarkable at this stage of the season. He's got two games, finished strong. They win those two. They can go to Australia, a happy bunch. Forget that. Should Celtic try and sign Antonio Cholak? <laughs> All day long. Um, he'd obviously put a bit of pressure on Kyogo and Jakob. Seriously? No. Oh, right. No. Um, Why not, though? I just don't those think... Those days just gone. I, I would never... <laughs> no, I don't think it'll happen, no. But, um, you know, Cholak settled in at Rangers. Rangers would be devastated just now. Uh, the way he's obviously scoring goals in the return. But you go back to Celtic, I think that Mark's right. They're in the front foot. They're in a good place just now. You know, their, their signings have been excellent. You've got to say that. A manager is judged on his signings. There's not many at all that Celtic fans are on here complaining about. Um, and also, we go back to that we had the debate with the Rangers fan. I think it was John F. Paisley talking about style of play. You know his style of play and everybody enjoys going along watching Celtic most of the time, the way they do play football. So just now everything's rosy in the garden for them. And mm. um, as I say, it heaps a little bit of pressure on Van Bronckhorst. Just because every now and then random things happen in football, Mark, like the defeat at St Mirren, I guess the, the short-term priority for Celtic right now is just making sure, as Gordon says there, he, you apply that pressure You take care of your bit There's no point in Rangers being in perceived crisis And a lot of noise being made About managers and so on If you then go and drop points Against Motherwell Because you were just a little bit slack Or a little bit complacent tomorrow And then You know the seven points Gets cut And then that, that then feeds the other side of it. Well we're not going to sack Giovanni van Bronckhorst When we're only X amount of points behind it Doesn't strike He's been Angie's style To focus on What's happening no. elsewhere But it's just a byproduct, isn't it? No, well You know, I think he's that driven That focused as a man What I hear from him After every single game He doesn't really care about Much outside noise I would I would have always thought That impossible For a Celtic manager Or a Rangers manager Because uh, You do have to keep an eye On what the, your neighbours are doing To see where they are in the league And how things are progressing But He has this Drive to succeed Um we, his ideas at this club that I do get the impression that he he's maybe one of the only ones that doesn't really pay much attention 
to what's going on. I think he'll be truly focused on the game tomorrow night. I think he'll be, you know, desperate for another win and you finish off this group of games where, you know, what, 13 wins and 14 wins it would be in the first group of games. I think he'll be happy with that and then he's he's got time to work. Paul makes a good point. I did read that as well today about the transfer window that uh, it was said that he's, his business is done and he looks ahead to summer. That's a good place to be in when you're comfortable with your squad and you've got a fair idea who you want to bring in after Christmas rather than, you know, you're chasing your tail. That means you can concentrate on the games in hand because January is going to be a busy schedule for everybody. Um, so they're in a good place just now and if they don't get any injuries from now um, to those games in Australia, then he'll be happy. Right, we can't let you go without testing it further, Paul. Seriously, you think that we're still in a climate where Celtic go and sign a current Rangers player? No, this is what I think Celtic should take a next step and Ross Wilson, the Rangers chairman. The reason why I'm saying that I think we should sign him is see the amount of chances that we created in the Champions League. I think a guy like that would have took a lot of the chances uh, and he's already scored against Rangers a couple of times. So, again, I think that it would be the ideal fit. Well, here we go. I Should thought Paul was actually joking when he says it. But no, he, he's, then backed up with, uh, he's then backed up with his argument. Joe is a good player, but I don't he's know. He's a good finisher, man. Aye, he is he's a good, a good he, <clears throat> He's not the greatest link up player in the world, but he's a good finisher. He's got a good instinct inside that. What tax are you adding on for something like that? An extra 10 million on what he's actually oh, worth? <laughs> could, you, could you imagine Celtic come in and sign him and oh, <laughs> Rangers fans would be. Incredible. Oh, the Rangers fan that was shouting him on Sunday when he was having his strip mm. over, well, he wouldn't be bothered, would he? He was telling them where to go. Anyway, <laughs> it's certainly it's not a suggestion it's I Celtic. expected, Paul. That is the beauty of this show, the beauty of live radio. You decide. So thank you uh, very much to Paul. 01419511025. Twitter at Clyde SSB. Mixed reaction to you calling yourself a hunk on the show, I must admit. No, thanks. Uh, I'm getting a lot of positive feedback. Mixed. I'm surprised yeah. it's mixed. <laughs> well, no. There'll I'm be a lot of positive uh, feedback out there. Let people me revolted at that. Um, look, when you look after yourself the way I have, it, it, it's just rewards. It's the moils here, do it. It's the exact, exact same. <laughs> the stubble. See from. See where I'm going not, he's not got the nose I've got just, No nobody does But I mean the rest the, of it The implants The, the gels fixed Are they being done They're already booked in Would you do that Get a bit I mean, are, They're already booked in He's booked in no To get his gels fixed Yeah yeah. Well, <laughs> joking No no <laughs> Like a, no. Like a lift uh, One mil each side um, yeah. <laughs> Like a <laughs> 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 Oh, Wait till you see The new Dazzler Swarming in This guy I, I mean Seriously right The last chance To go back on this The nation is listening This is true He told me 100% It's getting picked in <laughs> You're getting fillers I'm just in there They'll drop my wee bit I feel it's the only way forward You can see how they're sagging down More than drop my wee bit He's like the chocolate <laughs> dog It's going to take more than one milk To fix that Believe me Anyway we'll take more of your calls next Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141-951-1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here. See this show, by the way, honestly. Mm. I just looked to my left to my screen and said, right, who's calling in during the break? What do we, what will we get on? What is it Rangers fans, Celtic fans? Are we any fans of the teams that are playing tonight wanting to get in touch? Uh, and it says, Rosie. 
Works for Generation Aesthetic Scotland Wants to talk to Gordon DL About his fillers Get, get rid Get <laughs> off Because you'll just try And get a deal No chance Well Rose is no, looking To use my personality <laughs> Other aesthetics Companies are available uh-huh. Phone me Rosie I think she's going to say You're beyond help Don't do it What is a uh-huh. What is a man oh, In his 60s full face. With filler uh-huh. in his look, face Look Just leave me alone I'm happy By the way I'm going about my business I'll be fine you just look after mm. yourself What are you getting Philip? So he's one minute He's Chris Moyles Now I'm getting more Boy George vibes Yeah <laughs> I'll be running about With my Katie Tattoos upside <coughs> your head nits. My Katie Price and, Yeah I'm getting a sleeve one Katie <laughs> 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 an obsession With Katie Price before No what it was Was we found an, We found his Twitter account <laughs> Oh that was that <laughs> For anyone who's just Recently li- Recently started li- uh, Listening to the show This is because ye- A couple of years ago We discovered Gordon Dale Had a secret Twitter Twitter account from years ago Someone found it And only followed <laughs> One person And it was Katie <laughs> Didn't follow anyone else Didn't follow Clyde One Super Scoreboard Or Motherwell FC Yeah Or anyone but, but in fairness to me At that time I was a massive Peter Andre fan Oh is that what it was right 01419511025 We're about to speak to Dominic Let me right. Quickly give you tonight's teaser Quite a tricky one mm. From the pony who wants you to name 10 active footballers um, Well, I'd hope they were active Because Oh no, no, right I see what he's doing here, right 10 active footballers Who've played in Scotland And they've got 50 plus caps For a nation that's qualified For the 2022 World Cup Oh uh, Well, Cummings <laughs> I think he's got over 50 caps Oh, sorry, bro I thought he had 50 yeah. games in Scotland Right, sorry, 50 caps Ah. Oh. Sorry, I wasn't listening. Please listen carefully, right? Because a couple of things to consider when I look at the answers. Can you name ten active footballers mm-hmm. who've played in Scotland and they've got fifty caps for a nation that's qualified for the twenty twenty two World Cup? That doesn't mean they're going to the World Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. okay. Um, Rogic wanted to be one with it. He is. He one. is. Yeah. Well done. Okay. But he's not gone, which is outrageous. Can I believe that? Is Evie Ambrose got over 50 caps? He's not on the list. Have Nigeria qualified for the World Cup? I don't know, but he's not on the list, so. I'd be disappointed if they're not. Well, After a strip. They've always got a good strip at the right, World Cup. Nobody in England, are they? Let's go through the England squad. It's mm. got to take a bit of time, right? It doesn't need to be that they're going this time, though. Mm. Think about it, like Tom Rogic. Right, Defoe then. Does he get 50 caps? Oh yeah, that's, that's quite. He's close. not an active footballer though, is he? Oh, ah, yeah, is he not playing fives? Close, 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 close. It's ah, hey. quite difficult, quite tricky. That is a bit. Yeah, Joe like, Hart. Joe Hart. Joe yes. Hart. Joe Hart. Right. Okay. Joe Hart. Right. Okay. Any more? We'll quickly move on. Want to take more calls? Uh, oh no, no. What do you mean? I was going to go American there. Yeah, that'd be good. But they've all retired. Yeah, don't bother. Right, I'll give you more thinking time. Let's bring in Dominic, who's a Celtic fan from Rutherglen. What's your point tonight, Dominic? Hi, panel. Thanks for having me on. Uh, I just want, I just want uh, the opinions on something. I made the exact same point last season on the show, and uh, Hugh Keevans and Kenny Miller quickly shot me down. But there's a glaring difference between Celtic and Rangers, and it's that Celtic have got goals all over the park, match match winners all over the park, and I'm talking about left backs coming on and scoring winners. Morris Jens going overhead kicks at Rupert. Even Ralston last season at Ross County, Carter Vickers at Ivers. We, we've got all our wingers are chipping in at, 
all the bench warmers are coming on chatting we've got goals everywhere Rangers don't have that you can spend a full phone in listening to Rangers fans argue whether who should start between Cholak and Morelos and different types of Celtic Celtic have got goals all over the park and that, that's, the, that's the difference between the two and it's, it's going to be massive and that's why they're, they're slipping away and it's seven points so early on and I just want to see the panel Is that the main difference Mark for you? <laughs> um, well it, it, of course goals are always the main difference how you win games so I suppose it is a, a, a huge uh, draw for Celtic spread of them, I yeah. Think, Dominic's. yeah and you don't often or you don't always have to rely on Kyogo or Jackie Marcus to be your goal getters but it's, it, look, the wide areas for Celtic I think over the last couple of years have been a huge plus for Ange Postacoglu see when you, you look at the numbers between Jota, Abada, Maeda and particularly when they've chipped in with those goals compared to Kent, Sakala, even Arfield when he plays Matondo this season you know it takes a lot of weight off of the main striker then you look at the backup in the midfield area and you've got goals from there and even when Turnbull gets himself fit he's always a reliable goal scorer and then like Dominic says they chip in for goals for the back yeah, the, the spread of goals um, is certainly there for Celtic but it's the style of play that allows them to to create those chances as well and it is a big difference Rangers rely heavily on Cholak to get them out of hole Morelos for years they've relied heavily on his return so when they're off boil or, or off the boil mm. it's missing and now Haksibanovic got up and running at the weekend with a double well you look at the, the, the proof is in the dessert Gordon you look at the league campaign 13 <laughs> games 13 games they're 14 already a uh, goal difference I think Martin makes a great point if you're uh, goal scored goal scored yeah, yeah. Sorry um, Yeah I think the Celtic Have got more of a threat Especially I think that's a great point The, the wide areas um, The goals from the Abada Forest has come on Hagsabanovic has now joined in Jota's obviously there as well So they've got Plenty of Maeda They've got plenty of firepower The two lads up front can score You've got the O'Reilly's McGregor's Hatati can And then they've got the danger For the back Carter Vickers That can you know, Juranovic sometimes with a penalty kick. So, um, yeah, I think they've got good threat all over the pitch, Celtic. And that's where I think Rangers have let themselves down a little bit. They seem to depend on the Cholak or an Arfield, who I'm, I'm a massive fan of, gets in behind and gets a goal. But they don't get enough from mm. the wide areas in the midfield for me. Do you have a favourite wide pairing, Dominic? Or does it now not really matter so much because most of them contribute? I would always play... Abada and Jota but the manager must be doing something because when Abada is on fire he gets unfairly dropped in my eyes sometimes but what does he do he comes back two weeks later does the assault does the damage again and then you get Forrest who might be at for a while he'll come on and score a hat-trick they don't sulk whoever gets dropped they come back in two weeks later when they get their chance and every single one of them are chipping in David Turnbull for example another one he can be out and he'll just come in he'll bang them in every, every, all over the park where Getting on mate and chipping in, and we've got match winners everywhere. Mm-hmm. For example, Taylor at Tynecastle. Just, just simple thing. We've got match winners all over the park. Yeah, and I think that's hard to compete with. Maybe a debate we can have at greater length in the future. But are you a favour too? If, you, if I forced you to pick, wide area for mm-hmm. Celtic. Well, Jota obviously. Um, I've. I'm, is he nailed on actually? Then is it the one other? Yeah, my, yeah. I, I'm taking a big liking to Haksabanovic. I really am. I think he's got everything in his locker, and he's. He's got his two goals at the weekend, which will obviously give him that confidence as well. I agree with Dominic. I would go a Bada and Jota. 
I think he's still got a lot to learn about her, but I think his return in terms of assessing goals is incredible for a young man. Maybe revisit that one in the future. Thank you, Dominic. Any more on the teaser quick? What about Kyogo? No. Um, Arfield? No. Weatherspoon? No. Oh, I went in the Canada route. You there. did, you said in Toronto I, there for a uh, Maeda? Moy. Moy, yes, Maeda. Oh, no. Good shout, good shout. Uh, Key? Yep. He's young, young, yeah. yeah. Okay. Right, I'll give you more thinking time. Uh, two big games tonight, by the way. Livy Aberdeen. Is there a wee bit of added spice in that one? Keep, well, I was going to say keep an eye on the dugout, but Jim Goodwin's banned. But he'll probably just be sitting just behind the dugout. Him and our very own Marvin <laughs> Bartley. Marvin <laughs> seen this? No, what's happened? Well, Marvin's gone on sports scene at the weekend, and uh-huh. he's suggested lightly that Duke maybe dived to win Aberdeen a penalty. And Jim Goodwin's given it the. Mm, I'm not saying the compliance officer should look at that, but I mean, this is Jim Goodwin, of course, who got a ban for Yeah. And yeah. Um, he's questioning whether, you know, active coaches can be pundits. Can they say things like that if they're still involved? Well, so hopefully Marvin does join us tomorrow and he doesn't yeah. quit. But should be fair to me. <laughs> Listen, they're both sides to one. I agree with Big Martin. Uh, it was a dive for me. Okay. Uh, there's no doubt in that. But I know Jim has got a, a fair point because the end of the day, he made a comment about a player and. Ended up with about a 20 game ban but Jim doesn't agree actually though I think he thinks Well he's defended Duke mm-hmm. He's part in that Yeah I think it was a dive Aye It was right, a dive okay. <laughs> Alright once we get over Goodwin v Bartley round one It's um, It's a really fascinating game Both coming off the back of Goodwins um, On Friday night You look at Aberdeen In fact You know seven points behind Rangers at the moment It would be a chance to, to close up that gap But you just Can never write Livy off can you? I yeah. think I just quickly I, I watched the game as I say I was in the granite on Friday I watched the game Aberdeen up until that penalty kick right on half time um, Hibs were far the better side so they'll need to up their game they come out in the second half fair play to them they get some terrific goals um, but that'll be a difficult game at Livy tonight and Ross County after a Great result against St Mirren, an informed St Mirren that mm. everybody fancied. Went behind twice, I think. Um, they go to Hibs tonight, but you favour Hibs at home. Yeah, Shamal George back in goal for Livy, Nicky Devlin, Obelai, Jack Fitzwater, Christian Montano, Sean Kelly, Jason Holt midfield, uh, Bahambula, Pittman and Nubli attacking with Bruce Anderson, the number nine uh, for Aberdeen, Kelleroos in goal. You put him in your team of the week? Yeah, because... Did you? Uh, yeah. Well, I watched it, and the, the reason why, because I, I, I really think about this team of the week, and I know people criticise you. Shocking. But he lost one goal, right? And mm. I have many saves. Hold on. Hold, uh, uh, listen, let me finish, please. Um, he lost one goal, and I said earlier that Hibs were far the better side in the first 45 plus minutes, and he mm. pulled off some terrific saves. So Sorry, I'm, I, I'm, justified, I'm justified with my decision. <laughs> you can there. check out his team of the week. questionable. Uh, at Clyde SSB. <laughs> You've backed that up. They're one or two yeah, in there. Phone, I've never phone heard. me panicking about it. <laughs> there's one or two in there. I've never anyway. heard. I phoned Roger as well. <laughs> Who's that? Ross McCrory, Anthony Stewart, and Liam Scales at the back. Jaden Richardson, Jack McKenzie, wing backs. Slayton Clark's in great form. Brilliant performance the other night. Ramadani and Connor. Baron, your former yep, Greekin like protege, and Duke will it be diving tonight? He's up front supporting Bojan Miowski, who's got one more league goal than Lauren Shankland, well, as you that. heard. On. Do you know, I use, I use my, I use my team of the week as well. Who do you fancy out of those two, Mark Levy and Aberdeen tonight? Um, you know, I've got a funny feeling, Levy. I watched Levy against Celtic, and they changed their full shape. 
to something that didn't suit them. Obviously, it contained Celtic. Didn't work for them. Sounds like David Martindale's went back to his original shape. Um, goals in it. I fancy Livy. Draw. Okay, Hibs Ross County, Marshall and goal, Porteous, Bashiri, Hanlon at the back, a bit of width from Cadden and Dimitri Mitchell, Ewan Henderson, Noah Kenna, and Joan Yule and Kukarevich and Melkerson leading the line for Hibs for Ross County. Laidlaw, Callum Johnson, Keith Watson, Yakaviti, George Harmon, Tilson and Latouri played well at the weekend in the midfield, Edwards, Danda, Cancola. And the man who scored at the weekend, Jordan White, as well. Home advantage? Is that yeah. doing it for you, Yeah, Hibs? I think so, yeah. I think, as I said, yeah. I thought Hibs played particularly well, 45. But um, home advantage tonight, I see them winning that one. It won't be easy, but I think home advantage. Yeah, look good going forward, Hibs, especially at the weekend. So, yep, fancy them. Any more on the teaser? Quick. Quick, 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 quick. Uh, Gamboa? Yes, well done, Gordon. No, no. I'm, right. I'm, I'm sorry, I forgot okay. about it. We're going to speak to Alistair and East Kilbride next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark and Gordon about to be joined by Alistair on the line very quickly. Any more on this teaser? Active players who've played in Scotland and have got over 50 caps for a team that's going to the World Cup. You've got Rogic, Joe Hart, Aaron Moy, you've got Key, Christian Gamboa. Schmeichel. Casper, well done. Yep. Uh, go go Ramsey. Wales. Oh, brilliant. Aaron Ramsey Yes yeah, Well done uh, And one more Actually good one Behitch Dundee United Oh super yeah. Well done Okay two to get Let's bring in Alistair What's your point for the guys Tonight Alistair uh, Hello Gordon, Gordon Mark uh, I just I'm sitting in a pool I list Every night And I'm sitting Throwing my head My hair out With all the excuses For Geo It should be gone And that's the end of it uh, All this stuff about uh, Does he pick the, the the signings Or if he does They pick the signings the way I look at it is, if he's not picking the signings, he must have known that when he signed the contract. Uh, and if he is picking the signings, I, 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 it's down to him for picking the signings, obviously. But I still do, don't blame so, so much of the signings. I mean, like Tillman and Sands, they're getting, what, two games and off and playing the wrong positions. I think they're pretty decent players. And I just think, He's lost the whole the whole plot of the thing. I watched it, the games all the time. I'm there all the time, and it's just boring, boring rubbish. And you can't you can't tell me that he's not uh, taking some of the the, the value from the players. I, I always look at things like uh, when Rogers came to Celtic to one of that great, and he made uh, good player uh, bad players into good, and then it's it reversed when. Uh, we what do we call him <laughs> took over <laughs> anyway and the same thing's happened with Rangers Gerrard's team turned half the decent players in and now they're all suddenly rubbish players this is as they add up it's me it's coaching the whole lot yeah. I mean today Alistair the update if you like is that the manager says there's been no discussions with the board and he believes he can turn it round you, you definitely don't have any faith left in that absolutely none at all none at all I was when it listened see when he came I was very happy I've got to be honest I was very happy And th- At the end of last year I've seen oh, No we need to give him a chance Let, let him Let him Get his Pre-season In with See how it goes through there But it's just been dire The whole season's just been dire You get the odd wee game here and there But that's it It's just And you can't tell me That We have not got a good enough squad To, to beat Any of of the 
teams in front of us. The exception of Celtic, they are obviously better than us at the moment, no problem. But we should be beaten, even with the squad, the injuries, whatever, we should be beating uh, any team that's left. Or at least footing up a decent fight. And we're not even doing that. How do you feel about the game tomorrow, Alistair? Because like, I, you get really weird... You get in a weird headspace. I, I don't expect any Rangers fan, really genuine fan, to want the team to lose because you can nev- surely that goes against everything that being a football fan stands for. But is, is there a, w- w- is a wind just papering over the cracks then, as far as you're concerned? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I mean, I, I expect Rangers going to win tomorrow quite easily. To be honest with you, uh, it's like the Aberdeen game. We we played Sands in front. Uh, in a defence and what he did all day long was play through the the, the, the midfield not just out to the wide out wide he was giving it to uh, Tillman and Big uh, Lindstrom and things went great and the, the, the game was set by Stan he ran the whole uh, Stan, he ran the whole, the whole show and I think if you get that at Ibrox way We've got players that can beat these teams. That's exactly what I'm saying. And I think we'll beat Hearts tomorrow. But it's just no good enough. One game in, a, in five kind of scenario. Just, I, I mean, I've been a Rangers supporter all my days. And I've never felt so really... I mean, through all the bad days, you knew they were bad. But when you're expecting, when you're expecting good things, and it's just drivel. It's really poor. Yeah, Gordon, I'm fascinated mm. by tomorrow... In isolation What will the atmosphere be like Even to, to begin And then what will it be like If it Doesn't go well um, I suppose even What will it be like If it does go well yeah. You know still Will it will it be a sort of Muted celebration Or you know It's certainly going to be A pressure pot tomorrow Ibrox That there's no doubt A lot of our Rangers fans Have had enough Alistair I think Makes a great point About one thing just one, I thought there was a no, few no, in there. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm highlighting one because obviously we're coming to the end of the show. Um, is the fact of the style of play. Now, you look at, and we're comparing Celtic again, you look at Celtic in Europe and the Finnish Bottomer League. Their style of play was brilliant and the fans loved watching that. I think as a manager of like Van Bronckhorst, is, if your style of play is good and it's on the front foot and you're making chances... Okay, and you've sort of you've lost a couple of games like in in Sunday. I think it gives you a little bit more. I think people see a little bit more light at the end of the tunnel. But apart from Aberdeen, probably in the last I don't know many games, we've had people on the phone walking out of Ibrox after seventy five minutes when they were winning. You know, I'll give you an example: Dundee United. Mm-hmm. They're winning and they're walking out because. Of the entertainment style of the the the, the way that Rangers are just, playing. Just quickly, am I imagining things? Or did one hour ago you say that it was overstated all the stuff about the style of play, and it was the players that needed to take more responsibility? But, but the, no, I'm talking about moving the ball and how they play and how the you've uh, moved the goalposts. No, never no, mind the ball. no. The players have got to take responsibility. Mm-hmm. You can't just blame everything the manager. The players have got to take responsibility. You've got a pride in your, your professionalism. Who decides there. the style of play, though? That This is the bit right, I'm not uh, sure we're d- d- agreeing on. Look, I don't think for one minute that the manager tells them to go out and play the way 
the, the you, don't think, you don't think they're, they're instructed to cross the ball as often as they do? With a bit of quality. Yeah, but that's not the point. You Fans phone I mean? in here every week and say 73 crosses against Livy. Why do we keep doing that? Why don't we some, do something different? Yeah, but you're highlighting one game against no, Livy, right? The crosses is a theme right. every week. But the manager's not telling him to go out there and go, have 73 crosses and don't put quality into the box. The players have got to take responsibility when they're in positions. One, do you pick the right pass? Do I play the early ball? Do I drive it front post? Is my striker making a movement? There's more to that than just turning around saying, let's blame everything at the manager. Yes, he's got a massive responsibility of that, there's no doubt, but so is players on the pitch. I just don't I don't understand. You have lost me. If on one hand you're talking about Ange Postacoglu's style of play and it's his idea to go and do that, surely a manager, every manager needs to take responsibility if you're getting praise or criticism for it Of course it. they do Of course they do I, I think it's quite evident how Rangers play I think fans uh, We say all the time Fans aren't daft They go to the game They pay their money But they can see what's happening They, they get a better view from us When it doesn't work Surely the manager sees that that style Isn't perhaps suiting the players He's not got the players To flood the box for all these crosses He's putting in Maybe coming out and Working on midfield rotations Or runners getting in beyond the strike Might be a better option The fact that he's He's not changed that Is alarming And I think that's what You know Alistair's last on there I think that he's alluding to that That it's predictable It's boring to go and watch And when it doesn't come off In the first half hour And teams Kind of know what they're going to do Like St Johnson And are happy to defend that way Then You aren't going to get results So that's where you do need to point the blame at the manager. Tomorrow, look, I'll agree with Daz, these players can get him out of hole tomorrow. If his players go and say Ryan Kent puts one in the top corner in the first five minutes, then the atmosphere becomes a lot easier for Vern Bronkhurst yeah. to deal with. On the other hand, if they don't, it's going to be a, a difficult Al- environment. Alistair, what's your gut feeling then? How does this play out? I think Rangers will win tomorrow, but uh, Vern Bronkhurst has time for me, he's ran. And, and as far as all the rest there is Rangers support I think the vast majority say the time is ran if you won 6 nothing tomorrow it wouldn't change my mind at all not at all listen see when see when uh, he kept McGregor uh, Arfield and Davis when they when they could have been away now you can't tell me that he didn't have any influence in that you know, if I was a guy, I'd be saying, look, okay, they've, they've, their time was ran. Let them go and let's play some of the young boys or whatever. I can't, I can't for the life of me. He's, he's made his own bed and he's lying in it and would need to get a change of bed. It's as simple as that. <laughs> change the bed. <laughs> change the covers. On that note, change the bed, change the bed sheets. Change the mattress. On worse than dirty bed sheets. <laughs> yeah. uh, thank you, that. Alistair. Have a good night. Okay, man, that was Alistair Nisco Bride. Do we have to change the mattress? Yeah, the mattress <laughs> protector on just in case. Can't to be, can't be too sure. Flip it over. Do you uh, iron your bed sheets? Always. Whilst they're on the bed or on on an ironing board. On the bed. I, I just, say. I just. Jump in the bed and on I go <laughs> Anyway <laughs> What became <laughs> Talk about that Still goalless in the two games uh, Miofsky had a shot 20 yards out Easily held by Shamal George Don't think much doing In the other game yet Tibbs against Ross County So you two have got two more left On this teaser It's 10 players Active players Still mm. playing More than 50 caps for their country 
That country must be going to the World Cup And they've played in Scotland at some point So like Rogic, Hart, Moy, Key, Gamboa Aaron Ramsey, Kasper Schmeichel Aziz Behic Two to get mm-hmm. Atkinson, Hearts No Remember 50 caps is a fair, yes. fair amount Fair amount Juranovic hasn't got no, there has no, he? No, no, no. Give us a wee clue Gordon There's please. another goalie in there Another goalie please Is he still active in Scotland? No Okay that narrows it down to the globe I don't think you'll get them to be honest <laughs> The world <laughs> The rest of the world Okay He's uh, Japanese Oh the boy who played for Dundee United Correct Yeah I'll get his not, name Give me the Give me the first letter of it K It is the first letter of the surname uh, Ka- Kapo Kapo Kapap Kawashim I don't know. I feel like Mark's going to get a lot closer than you, so if yeah, you just okay. be quiet for a second <laughs> before you offend anyone. I've never offended anyone. Yeah. Come on. Kawashima. Yeah, bang ah, on. Ah, brilliant. Kawashima, well done. And well, the last one with some more interest in you. This guy pops up in the teasers quite well, weirdly often for some reason. Former Celtic midfielder. Under the Was that the kind of Ronnie Dyla era with it Lennon end Johansson of, end, No end of Neil Lennon I would say Stefan Johansson He's from Ghana <laughs> It's not Stefan Johansson Ghana no. Oh yeah. Malumbu No No Nothing I'll put you out your misery And that shows Give it a Well this is the thing No one ever really knew for sure Which way around his no, name was um, Aye Wacaso Yeah Wacaso oh, Mubarak or Mubarak Wacaso Well done Thank you Mark and Gordon Thank you for all your calls Another very very busy night And what a night it's going to be tomorrow Rangers against Hearts All eyes on Ibrooks, But big games Motherwell Celtic as well And two other fantastic fixtures So make sure you join us then Marvin Bartley and Cammy Bell are here Callum Gallagher up next